The following live recording of Swami Vivekananda Saraswati is presented by agamayoga.com. In the meditation, where are you listening for the sound to come from? From internally in your body, in your mind? The sound will sound first like it comes from your head. In 80% of the cases, it sounds like it comes actually from your right ear, which of course it doesn't because it's not an ear sound, so it's not produced by the ears. Then, for some people, it sounds like it comes from the left ear, then eventually it moves and it's neither in the left nor in the right. Some people feel it in the top of the head, hear it here, hear it inside the head, then it's everywhere, it's inside and outside, and it's like fills up the whole place. So, but it starts for 80% of the people in the right ear. It's simply a physiological thing, a psychological thing. This is the way we are built. So the yoga texts say, always when you hear it first, the biggest chance is to hear it in the right ear first. It's not compulsory. No. Uh, it is unavoidable in the beginning. Most beginners complain that when they say the mantra inside the mind, they also exhale. But that's just a dog of Pavlov reaction. That means you are conditioned to exhale when you say things even in the mind. When you do lie yoga for a week or so, this association will disappear and you'll be able to say it at any time and you'll not care about the breathing anymore. In the beginning, I have heard often this complaint that people could not separate the breathing from the emission of the mantra. It will go away by itself. Please. When I was practicing this, when I tried to pronounce the, the mantra, I noticed that I can't say as loud as you told us to say, like I'm singing the opera or something. Because it's very mild, very weak. But in your imagination, you can shout, right? I mean, you can imagine that there is a loud person inside you. I probably can, but I couldn't do it when I was meditating. Insist. Put more enthusiasm in it, you know. Push, like, emotionally, and you'll see, you'll, you'll break through. It's not possible. Everybody can do that. That's a long story. Bindu chakra is just a point of energy, which is one of them is located up here above Ajna chakra. One of them is in the back. There are several Bindus in the head. And uh, some of them are related with this uh, energy, but especially the Bindu in Sanskrit language, it actually means one of the letters of Sanskrit, and that is precisely the nasal M. You know, whenever you hear people doing with mantras and things, especially if they do it with loud voice and this, you hear people making this, this M with the tongue up, nasal M, is actually the Bindu. And the tantrics of India consider that this one letter corresponds to one of these Bindus in the head and it corresponds to a certain manifestation of sound which sounds very much like a tuning fork for music teachers, you know. So the Bindu hears in a very clear way like this. That's why what you said is true and not true, because the mantra contains a Bindu. In the end you have M. When you say this mantra, in the end it's uh, 
there is the M it ends in M but at the same time it is made of other letters so it must contain more so you cannot say that the mantra is produced by Bindu but you say that part of the vibration of this mantra will be related as well with the Bindu that's the way to see it, to formulate it This was a live recording of Swami Vivekananda Saraswati. For more information, visit us on agamayoga.com or go directly to agamayoga.com slash downloads.